Hey there, prophetess. How you doing today? Prophetess Lane. Praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Bless you and bless you. Bless everyone who is is, um, listening in tonight. I want to um, welcome you to um, Apostolic Alignment. Amen. I'm your host, Chief Apostle Rodney Tate. Amen. I'm I'm enjoying this time with my daughter, amen, on her podcast, um, Prophetical Shift uh, Podcast Network. Amen. Greetings. In the name and by the blood of Jesus and honor. May the Lord bless you exceeding abundantly above all than what you can ask or think in the name of Jesus. Amen. Um, we do have a word and we're going to deal with the heart of the apostolic and the prophetic. We're going to deal with the heart of the apostolic and the prophetic. Um, um, a lot of people these days do not have the heart of God. Um, they want to be seen, and they are entertainers in the land. And it's going to be more so even as the day draw nigh. Amen, somebody. And we have to um, be careful, and we have to be wise, and we have to be alert in the name of Jesus because the enemy come to kill, steal, and to destroy, to deceive as many of God's children as he can. Bless you, Lord. And we're going to turn to Second Corinthians, the 11th chapter, the 13th through the 15th verse. We're dealing with the heart of the apostolic and the prophetic. We have a lot of deceivers bouncing around. Um, and they just, and they are really the, um, causing more harm than good on God's babies. And we who are mature Christians, uh, we are the ones to call it the way it is. Uh, if you're wrong, you're just wrong. Amen, somebody. And um, if you're right, you're just right. Um, we cannot be so high-minded that we as the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, pastors, teachers, bishops, elders, overseers, um, deacons, mothers of the church, I don't care who you call yourself or what you call yourself, we cannot be so high-minded that we cannot repent. Amen, somebody. Um, Amen. It is the goodness of God that leads all men to repentance. Amen. It's his goodness is not because uh, he wants to beat you down and tear your head off, but it's his goodness keeping you out of hell, the lake of fire. Amen. So we're going to deal with the heart of the apostolic, and if you see a heart that is different, I want you to run from it. I don't care if you've been in that church for 10, 100 years. 
forget soul tie. The only soul tie you ought to have is with Jesus. A lot of folks be in ministry because of soul ties. Well, my mama and my daddy went to this church. I'm a Baptist, going to stay a Baptist. I'm an apostolic, going to stay an apostolic. I'm a church of God of Christ, going to stay. No, I'm holy. I'm going to stay holy. I'm not none of that other stuff. I'm holy. Because that's what Jesus said to be. Be holy, for the Lord thou, uh, thy God is holy. So I'm going to be holy. I don't care about denominationalism. I care about being holy, making it to heaven, being caught up in the rapture when that trumpet sound, being changed in the twinkling of an eye. Y'all can care about all the other stuff you want to, but I'm not. I believe in the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Reading from Second Corinthians. 11, 13 through 15. For such are false apostles, who could be false prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, bishops, elders, overseers as well. Deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his, talking about Satan's ministers, also be transformed as ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the reading and the hearing of your holy word. Holy Spirit of the living God, I'm asking you to possess me that I may be able to minister your word with power and clarity that the seed of your word would dwell in the deep rich soul of your people's spirit. And let it revelate to their soul, which is their minds, their intellect, their reasoning, their thinking, their judgments. Oh, God, hallelujah. Emotion, feeling, and free will to the point that it overflows in the physical, earthly realm that men may not only believe but know without a shadow of a doubt that you sent your only begotten Son, Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, who hung and bled and died on the cross, buried and rose again the third day with all power, heaven and earth, in his hands. Lord, And we thank you for the gift of your Holy Spirit, the promise of the Father, hallelujah, who empower us to be witness of the Lord Jesus Christ to minister the gospel, God, that miracle signs and wonders and divine healing may take place in the name of your holy child, Jesus. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, we love you, we adore you. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O oh Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Hallelujah. Saints of God, we're dealing with the heart of the apostolic and the prophetic. The heart, not the gift, but the heart. Just because, just because somebody is gifted does not mean that they have the heart. And many people is operating their ministry off their gift and not their call. Gifts and calling comes without repentance. 
You can be highly gifted and still bust hell wide open. Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy your name? Did we not cast out devils and do all kind of wonderful works? Remember? And what did Jesus say? I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that works iniquity. It's a doggone shame when Jesus don't know you and you've been in church all that time, preaching, sweating, hooping, hollering, running, and rolling on the floor like Lassie and Rover. And he don't even know you. Why? The heart wasn't right. You knew the word, but the heart wasn't right. You could sing like a mockingbird, but the heart wasn't right. The heart. The spirit man, the heart wasn't right. When you truly fall in love with Jesus, you will suffer many things always in constant warfare more so by church folk. I hate to say it than any other than, than, than any other heathens most of the time. And now the heathen is going to jump in on another level. We need to be careful because it's coming to a close. Matter of fact, we are at the close. Laws that they are making up is to design to come against the Christians. Everybody marching and 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 and, and protesting about equal rights and all that stuff is just another step closer to a one-world government where all men will follow the Antichrist. It's not what you see, what, what it seems uh, um, to any of us, because we fight not against flesh and blood, but against uh, principalities and and, and uh, powers and principalities and powers and rulers of darkness of this world and spiritual wickedness in high place. These are strategic moves. Just like same-sex marriage law been passed. A strategic move to give the government uh, 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 the government passing these laws is to come against the church. Why? Because we preach that it's an abomination. When you preach that it's an abomination, now it's a hate crime. Now you're fined, possibly thrown in jail. It's to come against us. And many of us thinking that, uh, <laughs> that, that this is, uh, a good thing or, or, or looking at it carnally as a bad thing. You better look spiritual. Somebody better say, Lord, open up my spiritual eyes to see beyond the natural, to see what's really going on. Cryptocurrency. That's global. I mean, it's a global finance. And whoever controls the money controls the earth, the one world government. That's why they want cryptocurrency. 4G couldn't handle it, but the 5G can. The blocks couldn't even hold up. But now they made a better, hallelujah, internet service that it could handle the blocks now. 
And whoever controls the blocks, that person not going to stop. He's going to be the Antichrist because whoever controls the money controls the government. One world currency. Cryptocurrency is a one world currency. Digital dollars. That's why they're trying to push for that vaccine with the chip. And we who is holy, we have to stand. We got to love on purpose, forgive on purpose, pray for our enemies on purpose. Witness Christ on purpose. Otherwise, you don't have a purpose. The fearful can just go home. Hello? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Okay. She'll come back when you start disconnected, I guess. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. 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 Control 
the whoever controls the cryptocurrency, hallelujah, is going to be the one, bless God, that, hallelujah, that, 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 that will control the governments of the world. That is why they are pushing hard for this vaccine, this coronavirus. Amen. Uh, it's nothing but a scare tactic. It is a man-made virus. AIDS, SARS, and West Nile, whatever they want to call it. All three of them mixed up together. I've been doing Amen. some research here. Amen. But nevertheless, Amen. saints of God, nevertheless, Amen. we serve a God that know how to protect his people. And they pray Amen. and they keep pumping this fear. It's not it's not Trump's fault. It's not it's not Obama's fault. It's not nobody's fault but the Antichrist's fault. Yes. We're not fighting Amen. against flesh and blood now. We're not wrestling against flesh and blood. But we want to point fingers at man. It is not man. It's the devil. It's the devil. It's the devil. Amen. Yes. He's bringing in his one world government. But he has to pass the cryptocurrency. Oh, my. So man cannot buy or sell, not unless he have a chip, because it's going to run off that chip as well. Yeah. Paper dollars and you, you fighting and shooting and selling drugs for that paper dollar. It's not going to be worth nothing pretty soon, but to burn in the fireplace or use for toilet paper to be flushed. Amen. Amen. Mm. That's why we got to fall in love with Jesus. Hallelujah. Not just love him, but we have to fall in love, in, in, in love until our heart pants, um, pants, yeah. pants, pants for Jesus. Yeah. Hallelujah. Like Paul says, hallelujah, in Philippians 3.10, huh? that I may know him, hallelujah, and the yeah. power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, his suffering, his suffering. Man don't want to suffer nothing anymore for Christ. They want that easy street. They want to tiptoe through the tulips. We don't want to suffer anything for Christ. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Why? Being made conformable unto his death. We got to be numb to the enemy tactics and yet be able to identify those tactics. Yes. You're going to be talked about. You're going to be slandered. Preachers, quit having yeah. such an attitude all the time. Who do you think you're talking to? I'm pastor, so I'm apostle, so I'm prophet. Don't you know I can curse you? You can curse a flea. People was biting you on your neck with that attitude, with those type yeah. of fruits. Jesus yeah. said, be ye angry, but sin not. We don't destroy folks' spirit. We don't yeah. talk spirit. You leave this ministry, uh, 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 you're going to uh, 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 be cursed. Bye. I'd rather live a, 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 <laughs> a cursed life than be with some of us preachers. <laughs> Hallelujah. Bye. Because that's witchcraft. Sitting under you're going to yeah. be the curse. 
Yes. Dictatorship, slavery, witchcraft, Satanism, ministry. Mm, help us, Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. We have to learn how to die to opposition, this flesh. We got to learn to carry our cross. Hallelujah. You won't be able to make it in unless you're carrying, bearing the cross of the Lord. That's the reason why the Apostle Paul suffered so much. His love for God and his Christ, plus his faith in the complete redemptive work of the cross of Christ. Paul loved what God loved. Paul hated what God had hated. Exposing all the false preachers and teachers and calling them deceitful workers. Yes. Uh, transforming themselves. Transforming themselves. Remember that cartoon, Transformers? Robots yeah. in disguise. Huh? Yeah. Well, Transformers, preachers in disguise. Transforming. Huh? Demons telling lies. Prophesying mm-hmm. lies. Oh, I see, I see, I see, I saw. That's all you're going on. I see, saw. They ain't saw nothing. They ain't seen nothing. You're going up and down, up and down, giving all your money away to, to, to be in these prophetic lines. And nothing come to pass. And every once in a while, the devil might give you something to make his word seem to be true so that your heart won't be, hallelujah, in God's fruit and his character. Oh, but into things, he changed the blessings of God into things, you know, like money, things, yes. a big yes. house, a big car, things, a business, things, not salvation, not the atonement of the cross, not the blood that was shed. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> it is. Not the blood that was shed on the cross of Calvary. Mm, can I take my time tonight, y'all? Amen. The great deceiver uses evil men as his agents, transforming them into false prophets, all the way down to false teachers, deceitful workers. The Bible speaks of these deceitful ministers and, and leaders uh, in the church as a people who, energized by Satan, uh, appeared to accomplish great things for God. Uh, yes, they could preach attractive gospel messages and, 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 and appear to be righteous, but in reality reject godliness and deny its power. How can you tell any time you have a wife and a girlfriend and a wife and a boyfriend, something wrong with you, preacher? Yeah. How do you any time you living in a big mansion and you and 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 and, and there's uh, folks in your church living in the in the hood or or the projects and they got roaches all over the babies and you got more than enough and you can't give back? Is there something wrong with you? Push up. Amen. Uh, these people disguise themselves as apostles of Christ and ministers of righteousness. In other words, uh, they imitate real ministers of Christ, uh, putting into their messages every available 
form of godliness. Uh, they may appear some silly, caring, and loving, and and they may preach forgiveness, peace, and fulfillment, brotherhood, and many other helpful things, but their lives, uh, and, and, and they, 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 they live under the influence of Satan himself. Oh, Their gospel is often one of human reasoning and not a true interpretation of God's revelation founded in the scriptures. Their message deviates from the New Testament apostolic doctrine. Amen. Those who are called and chosen of God and all believers must Beware of these misleading, uh, misleading leaders and, and ministers and not be deceived by their charisma, their oratory, educational background, miracles, numerical success, philosophies, or popular messages. Oh, all Christians, leaders must be judged according to their fruit, uh, not their hoop. And their fruit, not how well they prophesy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Their fruit, um, their attitude and loyalty towards the blood redemption of Christ Jesus and the gospel as presented by Christ. Hallelujah. And the inspired writers, right, uh, 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 and the inspired writers in this Bible. Amen. We have to remember the high priests, the scribes, and the Pharisees knew the word back and forth every Sabbath day. They had ministered the word. They expounded on the word. But when the word walked up on them in the flesh, they didn't even know who the word was. Amen. But they can minister. They can teach. They can remember those verses better than uh, most holy folks. With their religious selves. Amen. Hallelujah. We're coming into a time that we have to be careful. We have to be careful. The Holy Spirit, through the words of Paul, reveals to us the love, the anguish, the suffering of some fully committed to Christ, his word, and the cause for which he had died. Paul was in fellowship with the very feelings and the sympathy of God, hallelujah, and of his Christ. He felt what God felt. One thing about a real minister, they feel the heart of God. They feel God's emotion. When they minister out of joy, they feel the joy of the Lord. When they minister out of anger, hallelujah, but yet telling the the truth, hallelujah, uncompromising yeah, yeah. truth about the word of God out of anger and it's a rebuking yeah. message. They, 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 they speaking and ministering out of the emotions of God is not them. They are possessed by the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is tired. Ah, he's tired. He's tired. Why do you think we see the tsunamis and the earthquakes yeah. and the hurricanes and all kind of things that's happening in the land? Costa Washman wasn't on their wall. There are very few of us, maybe 25% of us. Yes. Remember, because there's a remnant. 
Not everybody in a, 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 a white collar and in a nice suit so is holy. So what you got to make a ministry? So what you got 700 to 5,000 members? How many disciples you got? You got a lot of members, but how many disciples are you molding? Oh, help us, Holy Ghost. Well, we're going to deal with, we're going to look at some the heart of the apostles. Hallelujah. Paul speaks about, hallelujah, much tribulation he had encountered in serving God. How much tribulation have you encountered? Paul said in Acts 14.22, uh, uh, confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith and that we must, through much tribulation, enter into the kingdom of God. Not much pat on the backs, uh, not much uh, uh, pastor appreciations, uh, not much, but much suffering entering into the kingdom of God. How much are you suffering for Christ? How much are you really sacrificing for him? Paul also speaks about his torment of spirit because of the overwhelming sin in society. Overwhelming sins in society. Though they protest, they loot and they steal. Preachers, what are you crying or don't the white folks get with your prejudice self too? White folks ain't the only one prejudiced. We got some prejudiced black folks. Chinese folks, Hispanics, Chinese, Japanese. Mm. Which one of you preachers had cried when there was lewdness stealing? Because of the overwhelming stillness society. Which one of us preachers cried because of the rape and the murder and the drug dealers and the pimps and the players and the baby slayers? Which one of you preachers had wept in the Holy Ghost? Acts 17, 16 declared, Now while Paul waited for them at Athens, his spirit was stirred in him. Uh, all, hallelujah, uh, uh, these are all, hallelujah, some type of form of Satanistical worship. Why? Because our lifestyle is a worship. Our walk is a worship. Just at the gate called beautiful. Uh, uh, they were minding their own business. Men was asking for arms. Because their life was a worship. Uh, Peter stopped and said, Simon, go have another. 
And what he gave was so powerful. In the name of Jesus, ride up and walk. And the man leaped up on his feet. We see strength all down to his ankle and the face. He leaping and screaming and hollering, rejoicing that the Lord had healed them. Uh, when was the last time any of you apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, bishops, elders, overseers, or common saints did anything like that? We all got the same Holy Ghost. Check your heart. Check your heart. Check your heart concerning this gospel. Check your God just the heart. Mm. Paul even talked about serving the Lord with tears. Uh, we're looking at the heart of the apostolic and the prophetic. Hallelujah. Uh, for out of much affliction and anguish of heart, I wrote unto you with many tears. Not that you should be grieved, but that ye might know the love which I have more abundantly mm, unto you. How's your love life? The first character of God's fruit. Start off with love. Do you love on purpose? Because if you don't, you don't have a purpose, preachers. Why am I always saying preachers? Because we have a higher standard. We are the mentors. Our love life, sacrificial love life. Remember, God so loved the world that he gave uh, his only begotten son. How is your love life? How much will you give unto God and his people the way that God gave? And the love that thou lovest me with may be in them, and I in them, Jesus said in St. John seventeen twenty six, the very last verse in the 17th chapter. And the love that I love me with may be in them. How much did God the Father love God the Son? Isn't that love supposed to be in you? Isn't that what Jesus prayed? That's written in red. How deep is your love? I remember what's that boy's name? Keith Swift. Talking about how deep is your love? Well, preachers, how deep is your love? Or are you living in a world, it takes a fool to learn that love don't love nobody. It takes a fool to learn that love don't love no one, no one. That's how we act. Just a fantasy. Love don't live here anymore. Where is the love? Where is the love? Where is the love? Where is the love? That's how we act. A lot of us. 
but we saved speaking in tongues, running around the churches, hooping and hollering, organ striking, drum beating. But where's the love? You know, love to save that mother and that child or rent, you know, so they won't get evicted. Food when they're hungry. Yeah, there's a lot of mysteries doing that, and I salute you. I salute you because if you don't have an outreach ministry, you don't have a ministry. You have a club. Because Jesus did a lot of outreach. How did we get saved? Somebody had the outreach. Somebody witnessed to us. Somebody taught us about the Lord. Some of them didn't, wasn't taught by the Lord by our parents. He was a stranger. That witness to us. And we dare not to share our faith. Paul was crying because he loved people. He loved the saints. He knew that he had to go somewhere else. And tears began to flow out of his eyes. He's looking at the heart of the apostolic and the prophetic. I also notice that, hallelujah, Paul warned the church night and day with tears for the period of three years because of the destruction of souls brought about by the distortion of the gospel through false preachers and teachers not faithful to the New Testament, apostolic, biblical faith and truths. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. What the Acts 20 and 31 says, Therefore watch, Therefore watch and remember that by the space of three years I cease not to warn everyone night, day, uh, night and day with tears. How many preachers really warning their sheep about the wolves? Or are you inviting the wolves to come in and preach and teach? You come by, you preach and holler, and we do that 50-50 split behind the door. You know, you prophesy, you raise 10000 I give five, and you give five. That's how they're doing honorariums now. Been doing it for the past 50 years like that. I remember seeing him uh, as a young man, and it grieved my spirit as a young preacher. It grieved my spirit because I didn't read about it. That's why I never did it. It wasn't in the Word. He gave tithes and offerings. And if there was record on a project, the pastor may raise a little bit more because he might be buying a church building, a bigger facility, and he, he, the books was open. But how's church being ran today? Wolves done enter in. Wolves in shepherd's clothing. 
wearing apostolic garments and prophet garments. Wolves, pastoral garments with the bars all on it. Wolves. And Jesus said, Wolves. Another thing I noticed is Paul was teaching us is that his grief when departing from beloved believers and his broken heart at their sorrow when he was going to be bound in Jerusalem. Ah, Acts 21, 13 says that, Then Paul answered, What mean ye to weep and to break mine heart? For I am ready not to be bound only, but also to die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. How many of us is willing to die for Christ? Are you that saved? That you are willing to die for the glory and the honor of God the Father to please him. Are you willing to suffer the persecution, the slander, the backbiting, the ridicule, the embarrassment of, 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 of uh, just because you want to live holy? Or do you still got that fight back? You dog, you cat, you monkey, you gorilla. But he shouldn't have said nothing. She shouldn't have said nothing. God ain't pleased with that. Check the heart. You're looking at the heart of the apostolic, the heart of the prophets, the heart of the evangelist, pastors, and teachers, the heart of the leaders, the heart. Paul also taught us about the great heaviness and continual sorrow in his heart because of the refusal of his kinsmen to accept the gospel of Christ. Uh, Romans uh, 9, uh, 10, I mean, excuse me, 9, the second and third verse reads that I, uh, that I have great heaviness and continual sorrow in my heart, for I could, uh, for I could wish that myself were a curse from Christ for my brethren, my kinsmen, according to the flesh. He loved this kinfolk so much, but he loved Christ more. He was sad because his siblings and his cousins and his associates wasn't saved. How burdened are you about the unsaved loved ones that is in your surroundings? How concerned are you concerning Bubba, Shaniqua, David, John, Irving, Sally, Martha, Shaniqua, whoever their names may be, how concerned are you? Well, they stole my 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 dolly when we was eight years old. I can't stand her. Well, he broke my GI Joe 
when we was four years old, and I hated him every since, holding on to little stuff way back, and they don't even remember. And you holding on to stuff. Oh, my Lord Jesus. When will we have a heart? Hallelujah. For our kinsfolks. Even in Romans in 10, the first verse says, Brethren, my heart desire and prayer to God for Israel is, for America is, for Canada is, for Japan and China is, that they might be saved. For Johnny is. He might be saved, for Sally is. She might be saved. For the backslidden preacher is. He might be saved. She might be saved. Restore to the faith that that backslider is. They might be saved. Not look at her. Look at him. Smoking that crap pipe, drinking that alcohol, smoking that cigarette. So what? Your judgment is just as bad as the sin that they are doing to their bodies. You're doing pointing and not witnessing. So what? He got a cigarette in his mouth or her mouth. So what? They got a joint in their mouth. So what? They drinking that alcohol. You got the gospel. You got the word of God. You got the Holy Ghost. What you going to do with them? Where is the love? Where is the love? And then Paul talks about, he teaches us about the heart, about the heart. See, they don't teach this in seminary school. <laughs> they don't. I'm sorry. They don't. To speak Greek and Hebrew and everything else, but they don't teach this. Let's look at what else Paul revealed in his word. The many trials and trouble which kind that came to Paul through his work for Christ. Oh my God. First Corinthians 4 9 through 13 uh, 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 breaks it down. He said, For I uh, think that God set forth us apostles. Last, wait a minute. No, 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 God, wait a minute. What did you say, Lord, in the Bible? That, 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 that ninth verse? Oh. For I think that God has set forth us apostles last, and his words appointed to death. For we are made a spectacle unto the world, and unto angels, and unto men. We are fools for Christ's sake, but ye are wise in Christ. We are weak, but ye are strong. So, but we are despised, 
uh, even until this present hour, both uh, we both hunger and thirst and are naked and are buffeted beat down, that is, uh, and have no certain dwelling place and labor, working with our own hands, being reviled, we bless, uh, being persecuted, we suffer it, uh, being defamed, we entreat, and we are made as the of the world and are the offspring of all things unto this day. That don't sound pleasurable. Folks talking about they want to be an apostle. Really? You really want to be an apostle or a prophet? Really? Just because you can prophesy, that don't mean that that's, that's your office. That's your calling to be a prophet. Because when we receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, that's part of the gifts of the Spirit. You can't handle the trial, most of you. You can't handle being talked about, backbidden, slandered, going through all kind of hell and high water and still come out as pure gold. It's a special breed. Uh, you cannot be taught how to be a prophet. Uh, you have to be born one. You cannot be taught how to be an apostle. You have to be a born one. You cannot be taught how to be an evangelist, pastor, teacher, bishop, elder, overseer. You have to be born one. Before I, I formed thee in thy mother's womb, I knew thee. I sanctified thee and set you apart. Huh? You have to be born one. I was born an apostle. You can't be taught this. You can be taught the word, but remember, uh, information is taught, but revelation has to be caught. You have to be born to catch this revelation. Amen, somebody. Hallelujah. I want to make I like an amen here and there so I know that I'm still on the phone. Hallelujah. Because, you know, I'm a walking person, boy. I like to move around when I minister. And I, I look at another thing that Paul teaches us about ministry and, 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 and the heart of the apostolic and the heart of the prophet. Paul mourned and anguish of spirit over sin tolerated within the church. Ooh, did I say that? Paul mourning oh, and yeah. anguish of spirit over the sins that is tolerated in the church. First Corinthians 5. Matter of fact, uh, First Corinthians 5. First Corinthians 5. First Corinthians five. Oh Jesus, Jesus, help me, Holy Ghost. Yes, Lord. Oh, I'm getting closer, y'all. First Corinthians five. Stuff that was going on in the church. I'm a Hallelujah. Uh, five uh, one through five. And Paul says, it is reported commonly that there is fornication among you. Oh wow, a sexual sin. Uh oh. Paul addressed it. Better yet, the Holy Ghost addressed it because the Holy Spirit 
hallelujah, had uh, was speaking through Paul. And these are inspired, God breathes word. That what inspiration uh, uh the inspired word means. God breathes. Okay? Now if you believe God's word, here we go. It is reported commonly, verse one, that there is fornication among you for such fornication as is not so much as named among the Gentiles, the heathens, the real sinners that one should have his father's wife. And ye are puffed up and have not rather mourned that he that hath done this deed might be taken away from among you. For I verily am absent in the body, but present in spirit. Have judged already as though I was present concerning him that hath done this deed. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, when ye are gathered together with my spirit, with the power of the Lord Jesus, to deliver such a one unto Satan, to deliver such a one unto Satan, to deliver this New Testament, y'all, to deliver such a one unto Satan for the destruction of the flesh that the spirit may be saved in the day of, uh, in the day of the Lord Jesus. How many of us rebuke like that? That's why folks think it's coming in the church. Because the leaders haven't stood up afraid to lose that tithe and that offering or lose members. As they say, I'd rather lose all the members as long as I still got the disciples. Because the disciples are going to reflect Jesus. You want the membership, join the 24-hour fitness, as I always say. Join the bingo club. But yeah, we okay. Christians, we Christians leaders, we make disciples. People that's going to reflect Christ's image in the earth realm. In his walk, in his talk, in his fruit, in his wisdom, in his knowledge. And notice I say he is, because the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Being mentors, examples, help us, Holy Ghost. Help us, Holy Ghost. Turn such a one. Unto Satan for the destruction of the flesh. How are folks going to know what is right or wrong if we don't stand up for it and correct it? That's what they think is so free. Now it got so bad that now uh, two boys that hold their hands in the church, boyfriend and girlfriends, and two women hold their hands in the church, girlfriend and girlfriend. In the church. Matter of fact, they're pastoring now. My Lord. Pastor and first lady, and they're both women. Pastor and first gentleman, and they're both men. My God. Abomination before the Lord. Oh, help us, Holy Ghost. Even, hallelujah, 1 Corinthians 6 through 9. Hallelujah. 
I mean, 8 and 9 says, uh, Nay, ye do wrong, ye defraud, and that your brethren. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, idolaters, adulterers, nor uh, effeminate, you know, men that's kind of sweet and soft, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. So why are we letting it be in our churches? It's all right to go out and minister to these people, love on them, try to win them over. But to be partakers of the mess and let it defile the house of God, the house of prayer, where God had entrusted you to get the land and the building, If they were doing it in your physical house where your wife and kids was living at, would you allow them to stay or would you put them out? How much more the house of God? Give them a chance to correct themselves. If they don't want to correct themselves, get out. Because a little leaven leavens the whole lump. This ministry is holy. Yes, the wheat and tares is going to grow together. Yes, Christ is going to separate it. But if you identify it and stick by his rules, you have less tares and more wheat. Not more tares and less wheat. Help us, Holy Ghost. Paul even talked about his much affliction. And we're looking at the heart of Hallelujah. And we're looking at the heart. We're looking at the heart. Somebody said we're looking at the heart of the apostolic and the prophetic. Hallelujah. Looking at the heart. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, we're looking at the heart. Um, Paul, much affliction and anguish uh, of heart as he wrote to those who were forsaking Christ and the true gospel. Second Corinthians 2 and 4 declares, For out of much affliction and anguish of heart, I wrote unto you with many tears, not that you should be grieved, but that you may know the love that I have more abundantly towards you. How many of us wrote the backslider, let alone go and visit to go after the one? But if you can't get in contact with folks, uh, do you write? Hey, how you doing? Just thinking about you. I want to let you know that I love you. And that you are valuable. That you are somebody. How many of us really reaching out? Help us, Holy Ghost. Ah, Rabbi 
Paul also taught us the groanings and being burdened with the desire to be with Christ and, and, and freed from the sins and concerns of this world. He wanted to go home. He wanted to leave the earth realm and, and transition to be with Jesus. He did. He was tired of it. Going through what he'd been through in prison and everything. Else. He wanted to leave. But, uh, but, but, but Paul refused to leave. Second Corinthians 5, 1 and 4 said, uh, For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God, and house made with, uh, made, uh, not made with hand, uh, eternal in the heavens. If so be that being clothed, we shall not be found naked. For we that are in this tavern, hallelujah, do groan, uh, being burdened for, not for that we should be unclothed, but closed upon, that mortality might be swallowed up of, of life. And Philippians 1 and 23 declares, for I am in a strait betwixt two. I'm in a moment of decision. I'm at the fork of the road. Having a desire to depart to be with Christ, which is far better. But when it's time, if he would have departed, we probably wouldn't have got Second Corinthians, because remember, the Bible wasn't written in chronological order. We probably wouldn't have got Second Thessalonians. It was better for him to stay because he cared for the church. Lord, I'm not ready. This more I can say, Lord. Just uh, grace me a little bit more time because I see some stuff that need to be corrected. He loved us so much, mankind so much. Paul, a warrior for the Lord, love. God's baby so much that it's more needful for him to be here in the earth around. I also look at what Paul teaches us about the heart of the apostolic and the, and the heart of the prophetic. Paul being troubled on every side because of his commitment to the moral and doctrinal purity of the church, the more and doctrinal purity, the more and doctrin uh, doctrinal purity. Oh, Second Corinthians seven and five. For when we were come into Macedonia, our flesh had no rest, but was troubled on every side. Without work, fighting within was fears. Without what fighting, you dog, you cat, throwing blows, acting up. It happens in the church. 
That's why it's in the Bible. If it wasn't happening in the church, it wouldn't be in the Bible. Folks afraid of corona, fears. Afraid of people, fears. Afraid to go in the neighborhood and, and, and minister to that dope dealer, fear. Afraid to minister to the prostitute, fear. Afraid to go into the roughest areas. I remember there was a time where young men was a uh, boys was afraid to be in the company of men, and now these men are afraid to be in the company of the boys. Fear. And you got the Holy Ghost. By the foolishness of preaching the gospel, take rage out of a man. It make a a, a, a violent man. Throw down his gun, stop selling drugs. Because the word of God has changed me. I used to sell drugs. I wasn't always saved. I carry guns. Can I be transparent? That's what's wrong with what you, pre you preachers, afraid to be transparent. Those that are listening in, in, in different parts of the Hello, somebody. You have to be transparent to win the loss. Amen. You have to be transparent. You can't. Hi, we don't want to hear the testimony you could tell everybody. I want to hear the testimony that you never told anyone that you did. That's the one that got the anointing in it. That's the one that's going to bring that sinner out of his sin, not the one you hide. Hello? Hello. 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 Hey, Hello. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah
And, uh, and I watched them many times, even on television, ministering the word of God. And boy, talking about breaking it down to the, the lowest common denominator. He kept it simple. But when he got on TBN, this minister just started ministering a bunch of Greek and Hebrew and it taken away from the anointing. It really did. I mean, I like, who is this person? It was like he was trying to impress or mm. something. I don't know. But it wasn't a, it was the gospel, but it wasn't a gospel. The anointing was missing. And the letter killeth. It's the spirit that makes one alive. Hello, somebody. We got to keep it simple. Paul daily cares. I also learned that Paul daily cares upon him because of the concerns for all the churches. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians eleven twenty-eight declares that beside those things that are without, that which comes upon me daily, the cares of all the churches. He's talking about people. He ain't talking about no building. But all the establishment that he had uh, set up. Because there's great persecution in the land. There's great suffering in the land. Amen, somebody. There's a whole lot of stuff going on. And he cared about the body of Christ. He cared about the sheep. It troubled him because he knows the ravening wolves, wolves that are strong, dangerous, deceptive was coming against the true leaders of God to steal the sheep for a watered-down gospel. The cares. Do you care about people as preachers? That's who God died for. That's who Christ died for. The people, he didn't die for, for your building and your instruments. He didn't die for the songs that you sing. He died for you and I. He didn't die for your money. He didn't die for the clothes that you wear or how pretty them braids are or the weaves that you have or the bling bling. He didn't die for that stuff. He died for you and I and the generation that follows us. The cares of the churches. Nothing that I saw that Paul talked about is the intense concern when a Christian was led to sin. Oh, he said in in eleven twenty nine of Second Corinthians, he said, "Who is weak, and I am not weak? Who is offended, and I burn not?" He get upset when somebody wronging someone. Yeah, he get weak, but he don't cross over. In other words, it's not a sin to be tempted. It's a sin to meditate on the mess. Even Jesus was tempted. He didn't sin. He said, these things that I do, you shall do also. I was tempted. Guess what? You'll be tempted by the devil. But that choice to put the word on the devil or your flesh on the devil. 
We all go through. We all going to face battles that we don't want to look at. But do you have the heart of the true apostolic? Do you have the heart of the true prophetic? Do you have the heart of a true evangelist, pastor, or teacher? The heart. Not the hoop. The heart. Help us, Holy Ghost. Help us, Roshi, Tidanama, Daropo. Ah, ah, We, when uh, leaders and uh, teaching ministers how to sin or causing um, the congregation to sin with their lust or the flesh, we should be grieved. They are imposters when they don't have no more resolve in them. They are imposters. The Bible says, touch not my anointed. He didn't say, touch not my imposter. If it's a sin, I'm a caller that. You flirting with me? You delay with me? The devil is a lie. Satan, the Lord, rebuke you. You're talking to that spirit. It's legal. Women, to tell that nasty preacher that. Men, to tell that that nasty Jezebel that, or Delilah, whatever you want to call it. Amen. It's legal. I don't care what position they hold. That's an imposter. Oh, I can't say that to men of God. No, there ain't no men of God want to sleep with you. That's a whore and an imposter and an imposter. That's not the real thing. Keep it simple. Hallelujah, Jesus. I will make sure I didn't drop that time when I heard that beep beep. Hallelujah. Now, hallelujah. Uh, Paul having to count or curse those who preach a different gospel from that of the revealed apostolic New Testament truth. It hurt him to hear someone. Uh, hear someone. Uh, uh, preach a sugar-coated gospel that you could still sin, just repent, like some of my Baptist brothers do, you know. Uh, as long as you repent, you're all right. Now, all true repentance is to turn away from, you know. Uh, like it says in Galatians 6 through 9, I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another. But there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. But though we are angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let them be a curse. 
as we said before, so say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be accursed. When are we going to stand up? When, when, when? Paul also taught, teaches us about the heart of the apostolic is that how he travailed to restore those fallen from grace. To restore, to restore. That's our ministry, reconciliation, to restore. My little brethren of whom, my little children of whom I have travailed in birth again until Christ be found in you. Oh, my God. Again, you allow some stuff come in, and now I'm travailing again to restore you. I'm witnessing to you. I'm bringing you the word. I'm showing you in scriptures. I'm walking up right before you so you can see me as an example. Follow me as I follow Christ. Amen. In Galatians uh, 5 and 4, Christ is become of no effect unto you. Whosoever of you are justified by the law, ye are fallen from grace. You know, the law now is my right. I can do what I want to. It's my mind, my body, my this, my that. You mean the law of your own selves. Or trying to live holy without Christ. Muhammad didn't save you. Yeshua HaMashiach did. He hung, bled, and died for us. Better yet, rose again on the third day with all power. And sent back his Holy Spirit to live inside each and every one of us. Amen, somebody. Amen. Hallelujah. And I also see, bless you, Jesus, about Paul, affliction and distress in wondering whether some might fall from the faith. Might, 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 might fall from the faith. He was concerned about a might. Not going to, but might fall from the faith. First Thessalonians 3, 5, and 8. For this cause, when I could no longer forbear, I sent to know your faith. I sent to know your faith, lest by some means uh, the tempter have tempted you, and our labor be in vain. But now when Timotheus came from you unto us and brought us good tidings, good news, of your faith and charity or love, amen, and that ye have no, and ye have good remembrance of us always, designed greatly to see us as we also to see you. Therefore, brethren, we were comforted over you in 
all our affliction and distress by your face. For now we live if we stand fast in the Lord. How often are we uh, concerned about those who we witness to and we move far away or or whatever, do we stay in contact? Do we write to know their state? How are you doing? How's your walking, Lord? Do we pick up the phone and, and give them a call and to check up on them? How are you doing? How's your faith? How are you? Everything all right? Let's pray. To know their state in the Lord, to make sure that they haven't fallen from grace. That's part of our job. Hello, somebody. And Paul also talks about, you know, the heart of the apostolic, the heart of the prophetic. Uh, he talks about his persecution because of his passion for righteousness and godliness. Second Timothy, uh, Timothy, yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall, not might, shall suffer persecution. Hmm. What? This is not no the tulip type of walk? No. Can I be flat-footed? No. You will suffer persecution because of your holiness, because of the anointing. Satan is going to come against it to try to steal that which God has given to you, your faith, your courage. Your fear of the Lord to fear of Satan. You know, when you fear those that, you know, um, kill, steal, and, and, and rape and murder, you know, you're fearing that stuff. It gives it power when you fear it. It makes you make wrong decisions. Sell your soul. We can afford. We can afford. We can, we, 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 we can afford to allow these things to happen in our lives. God did not give you the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a and of a sound mind. But you got to have some word in you. You can't fight the devil with the word that I know. You can only. Fight the devil with the word that is connected to your spirit. I could share the word, but it's up to you to allow it to connect and study that word and go back over that word and do it. And do the word in the word. I promise you the word will do you back. Amen, somebody. And then Paul sorrows, sorrowful plight at the defection of aging believers. Second Timothy one fifteen. This thou knowest that all they which are in Asia be turned away from me, of whom were fearless and 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 and, 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 and Amen. Hallelujah. And Paul anguish prayed to Timothy. 
and uh, Paul anguish prayed to Timothy to uh, faithfully guard the true faith in light of the coming apostasy, the great falling away, which we see now. What we see now. What we see now. A great falling away. We used to pass the gospel on to our children and our children's children. Now we barely even talk about the Lord to our children. We don't have don't sit at the dinner table and eat dinner together anymore. Everybody head is in their phone on 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 on, on Facebook and Instagram and everything else. A new God in their hand. A new idol in their hand. They're even carrying the church, acting like they're on the Bible, or putting their telephone. No, carry your book in the church. I don't Amen. use my, my telephone. I don't use my telephone for a Bible. Even though I got the Bible on it, I may listen to the Bible at night and let it read to me all night. But uh, me carrying it in the church house, ask the Bible, the devil is a lie. Bring that book in there and put that phone up. You're not paying attention. You're making an arrangement to be with Johnny or Sally. Yeah. Or talking foolishness, texting. Put that phone up. Amen or ouch. I don't care. You know, I'm one of them bold preachers. Amen and ouch. And then, and then, see, Looking at Timothy, hallelujah, still looking at Timothy. Paul had teaches us that now in the Spirit speaks expressly, First uh, Timothy 4 and 1, that in the latter time some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and the doctrine of devils. He's talking to church folks. He's not writing to, 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 to the heathens. The Bible was written to the church folks who sitting under seducing spirit, listening to the doctrine of devils. Why? Because they take certain things out of the word of God or giving it a different interpretation. It sounds good, but it's not good for you. That's why the Bible says, study to show yourself approved unto God. A workman needed not to be ashamed. You do what? Rightly divide the word of truth. You got to know him for yourself as well as know him corporately. But, uh, First Timothy six twenty says, Hallelujah. Uh, uh, old Timothy, keep that which is committed unto thy trust, avoiding profane and vain babbling and and and, and opposition of science, falsely so called. Folks that want to come up with this new stuff. This new age stuff. I got a new revelation, oh. There's nothing new under the heavens, under the sun. Uh, how new is it? Thou shalt not steal, still mean the same thing. Thou shalt not commit adultery, the same in, 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 the, in the Ten Commandments, the same thing he's saying in the New Testament. What's new? God has already set a pattern. 
for us to follow. A blueprint that a blind man cannot lose his way, man, that a fool can understand that a blind man cannot lose his way. Amen, somebody. Amen. And second, and second Timothy one and fourteen says that that good thing which was committed unto thee keep by how the Holy Ghost which dwelleth in us. How much time are you talking to the Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit? Uh, what does this mean that I just read? Uh, Holy Spirit, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, um, this is, uh, I know I said a 20 on the table. Who took it? Amen. Holy Spirit, how much time are you spending time with the Holy Ghost, talking to him, the Holy Ghost? Not it. How would you like to say, Rodney, it went to the store. Don't call me no it. I'm not Amen. a it. I'm a, I'm a he. Yes, Who sent it concerning the Holy Ghost? It went to the, uh, uh, when it comes on me. Yeah, when the Holy Spirit, when it, no, when he, when he. Amen, yes, Lord. When he brings all things back to my remembrance, the Holy Spirit, he leads me and guides me to all truth. Yes, he does. He teaches me how to be an effective witness for Christ. Yes, he does. He. Oh, that means truly. That's the sign of the heart of the apostles and the prophets, which reverberate through the evangelist pastors and teachers, which should have a ripple effect throughout the congregation. Like if you throw a stone in a puddle of water, you see the ripple effects. That's who we are. We atmosphere changes. We have a ripple effect of glory when we do it God's way when we have the heart of the apostolic. And I'm not talking about a denomination. I'm talking about apostolic teachings of the Lord, his word. Amen, somebody. Amen. If anyone have any words at this time, I would like for you to come forth and share, amen, and, and, and share your comments. If you have any questions, bless God, amen, amen. Anybody have any any comments? This is Tasha with Elnora. Just want to say that was uh-huh. very powerful from the Lord um, with clarity of, you know, what he has given us, how to use it, what we're supposed to be doing, and where we lack in. Because we hit a lot of key points of things that we should be doing, not affair, afraid because he didn't give us fear. He gave us power, love, and a sound mind, and how to use to go about to and fro and how to conduct ourselves. 
you know, you 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 hit so many keys that it was just it was just like just reiterating the fullness of the word that just came alive again in me. That was like when you first taught it, you know, because you you just spoken that the Holy Spirit, if He is, He is the Holy Spirit, a living being that re we brought back to my remembrance everything that he taught me and what he trained me in and what I should be doing. And there's some things that you're lacking. I'm lacking in, amen, uh, to the fullness, but I do do my best in there uh, where I'm not afraid to open my mouth and speak to people about their sin. I learned, I love that when I learned from you, uh, through you that, we is to address them and let them know we're talking to them in the sin, not in their flesh, and how to be careful with the words that we speak and how we say it. Because it used to be like that to it, so it just come out and slice and dice and things, nothing else about it because you was just wrong, and it was just wrong. That was it. I'm trying to tell you what's right. You know, but, Lord, had how to, like, your main subject was love and how to love and how are we giving love and showing love and as well as Christ was and being love and so that was a party really worked in me how to be more compassionate with love and to love in where we do bring corrections or teaching or speaking in the word and how to bring it to clarity and love and it does make it so much better and so much easier for you to be able to speak. And whether they receive it or not, is we plant that seed. As long as Amen. you be obedient and plant that seed, then the Lord will, somebody else will come and, and water it, and God will give an increase to it. And so we do just have to we just say in obedience in it. And, you know, you was talking, speaking on, I was following you as you were reading the scriptures and the word. And I loved it. It was so powerful with the bringing the phones to the church and using the Bible <laughs> off, the, off the phone. That's enough. And bring the sword. Bring your sword. That's the word. That's the Bible that you can see it. As well, you know, because, yes, I didn't sit there and see many on the phone, texting, Facebooking, then doing everything else except for the Word of God. And that was mm-hmm. a good get the distraction in the church was to come up with the phones and putting the Bible on the phones. And that would get them distracted because it was already locked in on Facebook and Messenger and all that other and that there was another way to take more out in the church and to keep them distracted and then to where they still are not want, like you said, they're operating in their gifts and stuff, but there's no power, no clarity, no behind it. You can't do anything other than the gifts because you won't make it in by your gifts for good works. Amen. And I just thank Amen. God for you, Chief Apostle, for this powerful word today that it was it was just 
it just opened up and it said, then the light came on, you know, a good Amen. light came on. Amen. Man, and I just thank God for you in this word and blessings up on you that he will continue to use you mighty and powerful. Amen. 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 God bless you, daughter. Amen. Anybody else? Anybody else? Bless God. Come on, Apostle Hackett. Amen. I want to say this, Apostle. I want to encourage everybody under the sound of my voice. I want to encourage you tonight uh, to love the truth because we are in an hour that we have God haters. We have people that hate the truth. The truth offends people because the truth challenges you to change. The, the truth challenges you to make a choice or a decision. The truth is not going to let you stay like you are. Hallelujah. So I want to encourage everybody to read your Bible, learn your Bible, because the devil used partial truth to make it seem like it's the gospel truth. And if you don't know the word of God, which is the truth, you're going to be deceived because the devil, the Bible said a serpent in the garden was cunning and crafted the most cunning crap of all the animals in the in the field. And uh, that word in our hour, that word cunning crap is just he had the gift of gab. And I'm telling you, we That's have good. preachers, we have preachers that don't care about your soul. They get offended at the word of God. We got people like Joe Osteen that don't know who he is or what he is. He don't think he has the right to judge when the Bible said we are fruit inspectors and that our judgments be righteous and true. And you cannot lead people if you cannot make judgment calls and decisions concerning their life and the direction that God is, is, is taking them. So we got people that love watered-down doctrine and gospel because those type of gospels will leave you the way you are. They only expect you just to change a little of you. They help you focus on you being the best person you can be outside of the strength of God, outside the integrity of God, outside the character of God. So we are in an hour where people hate truth. They don't want to have anything to do with truth. We got a bunch of rebellious sinners, young, this young generation in the, out in the world, in the secular world, and in the church. We raising up a bunch of children that's only fascinated by the gift. They only want to walk in the supernatural, the school of miracles, the school of prophecy, the school of this, the school of that. We need to have some schools of integrity. We we need to be teaching them schools how to raise your children and love your husband. We need to have schools on teaching young men how to love their wives. We don't have those things that's going to make a difference in the body of Christ. But everybody want to be stay fascinated about walking in a kill so they can have a name, they can have a platform, so they can look important. And those things. Those gifts take them to places that their character is not able to go, and they always go in those places, and they fall flat on their face, and the gift is still there, but now your name is taunted. And you know when you taunted, it's hard to get untaunted if you can ever get back to where you were. So I'm just saying to you, love the truth. The Catholic Church don't even let their people read the Bible, the the, the has to be the one that do all the interpretation for it. So the devil is smart. He knows what he's doing. He has had a, a whole lot of years 
to figure out how he can deceive mankind. And the only thing that's going to give you power and insight, going to give you foundation and structure, is the Word of God. The old folks said, everything going down but the Word of God. So the Word of God is the only thing that's going to stand. Why are we not learning the Word so we can stand on it? So people, if you don't stand on the Word by not learning the Word, not not hiding the word in your heart to teach you the wisdom of God, the counsel of God, to teach you the strength of God, the structure of God. If you don't read your word and you don't digest person, and all kind of people are people that are led by the flesh. They live by the flesh's desires. They live by the things that make their flesh feel good, self-gratification. But the word of God and prayer they, they, you can't do one without the other. If you pray, it enhances your spiritual ear where you can hear God. It makes you more sensitive. And if you learn the word of God, the word of God, the spirit, the Holy Spirit is what brings the letter to life. If you can hear the spirit, if you can walk in the spirit, that word becomes alive to you. It becomes powerful to you. That's when the sword becomes real to you. And that's when the devil goes to getting afraid of you. That's when you go to being, you go to threatening the devil because the devil's okay. He's getting like Jesus. Uh, it is written, it is written, he is learning the word of God. So I just encourage my brothers and my sisters tonight, learn God's word. If I couldn't tell you nothing else, get a prayer life. And learn God's word because the worst and the best is yet to come, and the worst is yet to come. I'm telling you, they two two fists and two shoes on the same thing. The best is on its way, and the worst is on its way too. But I'm telling you, only the ones that are committed to Christ in prayer, those that are committed to concentration, and those that have heard God's word in their heart and their spirit are going to be the only ones that's going to be able to go through the test and trial that's coming on the face of the earth. And we can see in our media, I, I should be saying coming on the face of the earth, that it's already here on the face of the earth. It's just going to get in a worse a worse level. It's going to get more degrading, and it's going to get more evil. It's going to be more violent. It's going to be more ruthless. And you cannot be afraid. You can, you must obey God even on the pains of death. Hallelujah. We got so many people that are monsters. They have gave their life up for the gospel. They gave their life up to obey God. So we got to love God and we got to know him. The fellowship of his spirit, of the power of the resurrection, and the fellowship of his suffering. We must know those things, hallelujah, in order to suffer, we're going to have to, in order to get to glory, we're going to have to suffer. So that's yes. something that people don't want to do. People hate the word suffer. The cross is your friend. It's not your enemy. The cross is what helps you get in alignment with God. The cross is what helps you get in God's divine will. People, you come to the cross, and then you go through the cross, and then you get up on the cross, and you deny yourself. But people come to the cross, and as far as they go, Apostle, they don't want to go no farther than kneeling at the cross, and that's it. Because the cross is going to demand that you get on it and you deny yourself and you kill your carnal nature so that the will of God can be fulfilled in your life and the way God has for you. If you are not willing to go to the cross, hallelujah, I can tell you now, oh, my God, no cross, no glory. Hallelujah. Jesus had to go to the 
Paul before he got to the glory. Give me a apostle. Mm. The cross is where you get the glory. So I'm telling you now, if there is no cross, there will be no glory. So we must keep the one last act of obedience in the Garden of Eden. And that, knowing that he knowing that he was going to have to be turned into filthy sin, that we may become the righteousness of God, knowing that he never knew sin, he didn't even know what sin was because he was not a sinner, knowing all this that was facing him, knowing this, this Jesus had never been separated from his father. He never knew what it was to be without God, but he had to put himself in a position to say, Father, why have thou forsaken me? Hallelujah. So Jesus had to go to the cross, and he had to go through the cross, and he had got glory on the other side of the cross. And I'm telling you, wonderful men and women of God, you fabulous people of God, we the cross is going to be our victory. Everybody that gets on the cross always come out in victory. Hallelujah. Oh, my God, I hear you, God. Let me tell you something. Hallelujah. When you get on the cross, oh, my God, my God. Your last word is going to be, it is finished. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Just like Apostle Paul said, I have fought a good fight, and I have finished my race. Hallelujah. The cross is going to help you finish. Hallelujah. I'm going to cut it off right here. I just admonish you, my brothers and my sisters, get in that word of God, because it's going to be what's going to sustain you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Well said, Apostle. Well said, Apostle. Happy. Yes, Lord. Amen. Anyone else have any words? Feel free. Amen. And anyone else? Bless everybody. Um, God bless you guys. Um, this is uh, Apostle Robertson on tonight. God bless you, everybody. Um, Apostle, that was that was a powerful word. Y'all just pray for me. I got a little slight headache. And um, a little pain right now, but I'm 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 here. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Let me find that headache in the name of Jesus, and we say, "Be made whole, daughter." In the be name of okay. In the name and by the blood of Jesus, be made whole. In the name of Jesus, be made whole, daughter. In the headache, name go. In the name of Jesus. By Christ's stripes, you are healed, daughter. Be Hallelujah. He sent his word to heal you. Yes, Lord. He sent his word to heal. What, who was that speaking apostle take? Apostle Erica. Apostle Erica, how you doing tonight? How you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. Uh, has, has, have you been having anybody that's really kind of been irritating you and stuff and, and people coming at you trying to bring the worst out of you? Yeah. I sense that in my spirit. I sense a lot of anger. Thank you, Lord Jesus. But we're going to find the root of it because we want you free and we may, we want you whole. And you, you have to overcome anger. You cannot allow anger to hold you hostage because if you walk in anger, you're going to, those headaches not going to dissipate. I'm telling you what I see. And we want to find that spirit right now. 
Lord, we come mm-hmm. against the spirit of anger. This yes, thing want to lock itself on her. Lord, it wants to keep us. Lord, this spirit wants to hold her. But, Lord, right now, I cut the cords right now, and I command mm-hmm. right now in the name of Jesus that this leave her alone. God, that this spirit get up and walk away. I command it to leave. I command the anger to leave, and I command people that irritate her right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we put a hedge around her. Lord, it's like I see the enemy that want her to be confused, Lord Jesus. But God, today, we bind that witchcraft. We bind the devil. We bind the lying demons. We come against everything that the enemy is bringing against us, Father. Lord, right now, we breathe the breath of life, God. Breathe upon her mind yes, right now. God, give us strength in her body. Right now, let your spirit cover her tonight. And Lord, let her be able to live in the enemy's face because he is alive and the truth is not in her. Hallelujah. Lord, you're going to overcome this anger. You will defeat this thing. This thing will not have a grip on you, but you will defeat this. I decree it and I declare it in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we release the spirit of peace. And we release the spirit of rest on us. Right now, I decree and declare peace and rest, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. We decree victory. Right now, God, victory. 100%. And the peace of God is our portion. And we declare it in Jesus' name, Lord. Amen. 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 Yes, Dad. Hey. I praise God for you. I'm on different lines that you're on. Listening in the background, I hadn't said anything, but I wanted to just say something tonight since you opened the floor. Um yeah, and I on. thank God for the speaker, the the powerful, powerful word. And it just hit my spirit when she said you know, there's so much that's going on um, around the world, and I just wanted to testify a little bit what the Lord has allowed me to unveil today. I, I don't know if you were able to see it, um, Apostle, today, but the but the Lord had okay, but the Lord had allowed me to see something that's going on right now, and what's so amazing, He had. I'm a legal research specialist. But, you know, he had me to research something, and, uh, and and it's so amazing. Before I can even put it on Facebook, the Lord had put, he had already had in. When I opened up my Facebook to put it on my timeline, the words were already typed right before your eyes. And what's going on right now around the world we know that there are fires and, and all these other things that are going on, volcanoes, but I specifically want to talk about the fires that are going on because what the Holy Spirit had me to research was these states are blue states, which means they're democratic states. So a lot of, I'm sorry, they're, they're democratic states, blue states, which means that if fires are going on, the Holy Spirit showed me mailboxes are burned. In the mailboxes are election um, people are voting, you know, mail-in ballots. 
Mm-hmm. So if the if the ballots are burned, the people, you know, they're trying to flee, and some of them may have died. Nobody's going to know that their votes, you know, were put in the mailbox. They're burned. So those votes won't be counted. And also the Holy Spirit showed me some of the riots that's going on are not, of course, we know that they're not people that are, you know, peacefully doing the the um the protest. These are people strategically put in there to burn mailboxes. So when you see the riots, when you see the riots, you know, people are saying, well, oh, they're just doing the riots because they're going against the people, the Black Lives Matter people. No, these are mailboxes that burn in different parts of the city. So when you, people are not paying attention. And so what I did, the, the Holy Spirit uh, woke me up this morning and I looked at, um, I think it's, uh, it's, it's the news, one of the news programs. And on there, they had fires and in the video were burned mailboxes. So I put all of this on my Facebook today. And so when the, the speaker was saying so much was going to be going on, it was nothing but confirmation because the Holy Spirit said it's right before your eyes. And so we already know that, you know, um, Trump had already said, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever means necessary, he's going to try to win this election. And so these are things happening right before our eyes, that mailbox election ballots are being burned. And nobody's paying attention because they're just saying, oh, it's just a fire or it's just a riot. But it's strategically the, um, the blue states, the Democratic states. And so I wanted, you know, people to be aware of that. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yes, I do understand, but we also got to also remember, especially in California, ever since I was a little boy, fire's been going on like that, jumping up like that, destroying homes. But right. I do but understand what, what you're saying, and, 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 and I, I, I can, uh, can't say – yeah, it is or not, but I, I want to thank you for the awareness. You know, I do want to thank you for the awareness. It's something to look at, consider, and, and everything else. But I'm right. from California. You know, I'm from there, okay? That's my home, okay? We've been going through that for years. I mean, and the news also the news the news also said California, Wisconsin. The worst fires right now throughout any generation. So I know you may have been born there, but this is something pathetic that the Lord has allowed us to see that's never happened before. It's in today's news. Okay. Amen. Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. Well said. Amen. Anybody else? We got to get you to come preach for us, uh, Mom and God. Yes, sir. Amen. We got to come and get you to minister on the Friday night line if you are available. Um, this Friday we got um, Prophet Elnora going to minister, but um, um, we got to get you to come and and I, and I will text you and let you know what date. Okay. 
Yes, sir. Thank you. Amen. Oh, most definitely. Because uh, I remember uh, um, when uh, we had uh, that meeting with a bunch of preachers. And, and, <laughs> and yeah, that was a good that was a good thing. Matter of fact, amen. And maybe um, we can have you to do something like that on our radio station. Um, if um, we almost complete and um, have you to do something like that on the radio station as well, your own segment, amen. But anyway, um, amen. Anybody else have any words of wisdom? Um, um, concerning the lesson that I taught today, amen, um, um, the heart of the apostolic and the prophetic, amen. Anybody else? Amen, amen. But if not, hallelujah. Apostle Eric, are you still there? Yes, I'm still here, sir. Um, once you pray and dismiss us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, as we get ready to exit out of the place, oh God. Father, oh God, as the word that's been dropped into the atmosphere, we thank you, Father, for releasing it through the airwaves, Father. We thank you, oh God, that the block the waves have been clear. And then that the word was the edified through the word of God, not just here, but all over the world. And we thank you, oh God, for that. Thank you, oh God, for spreading the word. And thank you for using, amen, our spiritual father right now, our chief apostle, on tonight, oh God. And we thank you, oh God, for the edification. Thank you for the words. We thank you for every formal word of encouragement, every prophetic word. We thank you, oh God, for Pastor on tonight. And every one of us sitting there on tonight, Apostle Coleman and many others about family. Amen, of royal priesthood. We thank you, O oh God, for all this opportunity, O oh God. As we begin to exit out of the edifice on tonight, and Father, as we begin to rest easy on tonight, Father, and have this word remnant in our spirit as we begin to rest on tonight. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen, amen and amen. And as I always say to everyone, I love you brand new in the name of Jesus. And there's nothing you can do about it but love me back. We're dismissed. Good night, everyone. Good night.